The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. This one you will not know, but it's fucking beautiful. Um, It's Melody Gardot. She's this fucking beautiful artist. She sings, she plays guitar, she plays piano. Color. The, the, the real color. S-Doc. Color. I say color radio. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> color radio. I'm your illustrious host, Jushra. We have King Marlon in the building. Hey, squat, squat, squat. S-Doc Carter is in the building as well. Hello, S-Doc Carter. is on the boards currently. Go Studios. We are here. We're back again for another wonderful week of Zoom and Rona. No. Rona Um, and Zoom. Actually, I heard this and and it didn't factor to me until I started to think about it. Charlamagne and God on his, uh, not his podcast, the radio show, The Breakfast Club today, he said that um, today feels like Friday. And I was like, man. Today is Friday. But it feels like a Friday. To me, the last weeks, it hasn't felt like a Friday. Like, it's just been, all right, the weekend's coming. Still can't do shit. shit. But now I'm like, all right, it was a nice day. Had some um, some good weather uh, amongst us because it snowed multiple times this week. So today felt Friday. So Man, look, look, this week for some reason don't feel like this month don't feel like a real month okay and i'm supposed to go back to work next week Man, great I'm, i've been spoiled i've been spoiled i stay home a great segue into um florida the weird stepchild of america that has some issues and you don't want to really want to talk about them opening up next week and just saying fuck it Beaches open. Georgia opened up like didn't Georgia open up yesterday or today? Georgia opened up their barbershops, hair salons, and hair stores, basically testing everything on black people. Hmm. I know I heard something about them opening up a little bit here and there, and I was like, okay. Oh, I'll go back to work tomorrow. Ain't that some bullshit? (laughs) And Vegas, (laughs) Vegas is is um made the news for for their mayor. Um, basically saying... Yeah, that, that she didn't make no sense. Yeah. She made no sense. For the people that don't know, she basically said um, opening Vegas is okay to do and it's not because up to her. It's not up to her to dictate what happens and how safe they are. It's up to the businesses. And <laughs> the, um, the news reporter was like, um, no, it is up to you, ma'am. You are the mayor. You can stop this. Don't do mm-hmm. this. And then, then she got hit with the, uh, how long you, she was like, do you, do you gamble? Are you going to be out here in these businesses? Of course not. I'm too busy for this. Oh, yeah. so you want us to test it out while you at the yeah. house chilling and doing work from home. Okay. okay. When you put certain <laughs> perspective where we say, oh, man, what are they opening up? And it's all the things that 
have black people, have old people in it, have people probably that have underlying issues, and they're testing. They're testing it out to see if it's safe yet. One thing I will say, though, is a lot of the businesses that will be considered not um not like a uh, what is it uh, um what say again essential essential thank you yeah the ones that are not considered essential or a lot of black businesses like a lot of black businesses so the fact mm. that that we have the opportunity to open it back up for those particular ones I mean that's a plus but at the same time a lot of like you never notice like the whole a lot of like, everybody's businesses. losing their job small jobs yeah. and all black businesses we get hit more than anybody else mm. especially on the small business landscaping a lot of um uh, uh construction work handyman no, uh landscape is still as long as you oh. do more so commercial job ones but almost all landscapers can still work okay well that's good then but it's just like 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 you said like any face to face any beautician any boutique mm-hmm. any um a lot of a lot of restaurants a lot of black owned restaurants yeah. <laughs> like yeah. um like barbers people like that like like it's just Man. little little petty shit that you ain't <laughs> noticed but a lot of black people in niggas is popping up with fresh hairlines and, and and crispy hairlines. The barbers is working. <laughs> bro, barbers working for the house, bro. I I, I, I went to, oh man, I'd be surprised. Said, niggas, uh, yeah, I gotta get this paper, man. Whatever y'all talk about is a mask no, up. No, no. This was my thing. Everybody, all the businesses that closed downs were taxes were people who can file taxes in or don't even have to follow their taxes. So people at restaurants, mm. strippers, yeah. barbers. Yeah, and and so here's the line: none of them, all of them get paid in cash. All yeah. of them get hand to hand exchange. Yeah. Government ain't stupid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they try to save the money. Did there be dozens of movies about this telling what is really going on in this moment? We're, we're walking through history right now, and we're and we're walking blind because we really don't know what's going on yet. But um, recently, and I was. Just, to close it out, Joe um, Joe Rogan had on a comedian called uh, his name is his name is Owen Smith. It was a super funny podcast. But in the middle of it, they're talking about the corona, and Joe plays a video of the behind the scenes before a um, a presidential news conference, and one of the dudes is up there. He's saying up whatever, and then a reporter comes in with a mask on. And he says, oh, man, you can take that off. We're, we're all vaccinated here already. Oh. And, right. And he said it very, um, he didn't Not say, he didn't, he, didn't, he didn't say like, oh, yeah, we're, we're, we're vaccinated. You don't worry about it. He was like, no, we're vaccinated already. And then he started to go in with him about it. He was like, yeah, man, um, they might have skewed the deaths a little bit higher than we needed them to skew and everything. And this is all like it looks very early on, like people setting up chairs and shit type, type earlier before shit. Before the whole, uh, before they the, the, the whole presidential speech or uh, the secretary, whoever comes on the speech and all that shit type. Mm-hmm. And Joe was trying to play it off like, yeah, he could be joking, but I don't know him to know. I will, he's like, I don't know him personally, so I can't say that's his humor. But it doesn't seem like to me he's joking, but he could be joking. About but when we look at Dr. Fauci, who's been running around 
and not doing Zoom meetings, he's he's pulling up to newscasters and shit like that with no mask on. So how is the man going across America talking about it, n- not wearing a mask, there on stage? Trump just did the you know the drink bleach fucking thing today, and they're all on stage. Wait, wait, wait! Drink bleach. Oh, you not drinking drink bleach? I didn't see nothing about drinking bleach. I didn't know that was a thing. I was it like, wasn't I heard one thing. The bleach. It was I heard one making thing an IV out of the bleach. Injecting the bleach. Excuse so me. Injecting uh, bleach. Yeah, I heard somebody was like injecting Lysol or something in today. Yeah, like, I heard one thing about it, but damn, that's that's stupid. Trump's <laughs> stage. And 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 look, Trump's dumb. Trump's dumb. Trump's dumb. So <laughs> he's so he's up on stage and he's doing his, his daily briefing. And he's looking over to his doctor friend. He said daily breathing. Huh? He said his daily breathing? Yeah, his daily briefing. Oh, briefing. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought the nigga had like a special like... <laughs> no corona. No corona. Like. That he had to say? So, he, so he's talking to the people. Mm-hmm. And he's oh... Right. Uh, we've been doing some studies on UV lighting, and if you get it up to a certain temperature, it should kill the the, the, uh, the virus. So he's turning over, and he's, I was like, "Yeah, kill the virus, right?" He's like, "That's like, yeah, kill the virus." He's like, "Yeah." Then we um we found some studies that bleach kills it totally within five minutes. He's like, "Yeah, bleach kills it totally in five minutes." Now the part I'm leaving out is in the light part. He said, "Oh, some way if we can get the light on the on your skin and everything, that'll help you out." Boom, 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 boom. Now, granted, UV lighting directly is not good for anybody. Like the whole uh, skin melanoma, all that shit type diseases. And then he follows it up with, he turns around, he's like, yeah, can you get on the skin? The doctor, I don't know what the doctor said. The doctor might have been like, hey, man, I don't know. Somebody should make him sign a disclaimer. Every time you speak, I am not a doctor. Okay. (laughs) He turns back to him and says, so if the bleach cleans up, it five percent. Is there someone we, we can get it into the body and you know clean the body? And, <laughs> and another doctor was like, uh, <laughs> you know what's crazy though right now? If Dr. Sabi was still alive, how many people be running to this nigga to Bro, find his antidote? I would how many people just look <sighs> in my cart on my Google Chrome right now. I have motherfucking um um about a hundred and fifty dollars worth of Dr. Sabi stuff in there waiting <laughs> waiting for the next paycheck because I'm not doing whatever these niggas doing. If Dr. Sabi was here, he said, hey, take this, take this, exercise, eat raw vegetables. Bet. <laughs> gotcha. That that sounds wow. like fucking plan. Right. When it comes, when it boils down to it, it's like, you know what? Y'all telling us we don't have a cure? Y'all not telling us that it can't come back? Oh, there's something that we're... Oh, well, not so... No, uh, the, the one with the wintertime, we may get a month to two weeks of summer of being outside before the shit comes back. <laughs> for real, for real. Like, because as soon as it get cold again... It's flu season again. Cold sickness season again. My whole thing is if, if every disease is supposed to mutate at a point of time, especially depending on environment, nigga, next year, this same, if it's just like the flu, this same time next year, nigga, we're going to be on a whole nother quarantine. <laughs> well, this time next year, hopefully we'll have the, the vaccine. And what we do with the flu, if we didn't have a vaccine for, 
for the flu, it'll kill us just like how this is killing us. But the fact that we have some type of vaccine for it and it's killing half of it or a portion of it, a percentage of it, whatever you want to say, that's what is like, you still get the flu, you still feel like shit. Like, there's no easy flu to get because it's always transforming. But that's either here or there. Because they know what it is. So, like, they got like medicine and shit that'll handle most of the symptoms, but it ain't going to like cure it, I guess, per se. But. And saying all that, um, also, we got to say RIP to Frederick Godson. He's a rapper. He passed away from Corona. And I'm, I, uh, I feel like he was a bigger guy, maybe had some underlying things. And that shit just, you know, it got yeah, him. Looking at, looking at him, he looked like he had some upper respirator, uh, upper respirator. Dang, I can't even pronounce the damn word. Don't mock me. Respiratory. Well, yeah, that's respiratory uh, problems beforehand. You feel me? Yeah. Like, it was a big guy. Like, yeah. It played a, I don't know, that played a big part on that. It just like, his chest looked more bolted out. So like he had a harder time breathing just in the picture what it looked like. Yeah. But that's his. And he's and he's lost weight. So you say he lost weight? Yeah, so that, that was him that but he lost the weight. Somebody too. Yeah. Um today in hip hop though, first Montat put up a, a, a good debate to me. Can friends go hit for hit with Kendrick? 20 songs, could French do it? Now, I saw that list mm-hmm. of them uh, back to back. And personally, no. Overseas, yes. Overseas, he said definitely. He, could, he said on a festival stage, uh-huh. he can the Kendrick. I, 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 I give you that. Debate. It's definitely a debate. It's not a wash. Mm-hmm. It's, not yeah. a sweep. it's not a sweep at all. Like it depends on the environment for me, because mm-hmm. like if you if you just going straight hip hop roles and and all that, no, you lost. But if you can play in the fact that the whole country, the whole world, can listen to this music and put it in the, in a big vibe, no matter what, the hell yeah, nigga, you uh, <laughs> you almost won, like or not guaranteed just by mm-hmm. landslide. Just just because most of his music is not even made for us. We gonna be all right and unforgettable. Are going to cancel their self out, and after yeah. that, it's up in the air. It's up in the oh, air. I don't know. I don't know like he's big enough to know that he can he can rock a show. <laughs> like he can definitely rock a show. So I mean, I not like, really give it to right. anybody specifically, but if I had to, it'd be Kendrick just because of the experience. I've been enough of Kendrick concerts to know yeah. how well he can go. <laughs> I'm gonna say because I saw the post. It was like he had eight. Pla- he went eight time platinum one humble, and yeah. then uh, I think um, he went. Yeah, yeah. Um, Montana went eight time as well. But then after that, it was like four, 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 three, two, two. And then you go back to uh, French's side. It was like two, two, <laughs> one, <laughs> one. <laughs> the bigger artist like Kendrick can have more. I'll say like like album cuts go number one and and chart very high, but you can't tell me an album cut from Fresh's tape, but you can tell me some singles. Every one of his singles is a hit. Like yeah. like, but he comes, he's coming with a hit. 
whatever the album is, the album is. But that hit is gonna carry the album, so he's gonna automatically do a hundred thousand because of the because of the hit. So unforgettable. The, the the album he came out with after that went platinum. <laughs> like whatever unforgettable was on, that boy was already platinum. So we if we're talking numbers, it, it goes to Kendrick. But if we're talking about again festival stage. Party, energetic, you, styles of music, you genre, can with them. Yeah, you can bending and shit like that. I'm going to go with French. But if we're talking about like songs that have more meat and have more sustainability and more m- impactful for the culture, got to go Kendrick. Because we going to be all right. He's up there. Humble's up there. Drake is oh, up there. <laughs> Courtney's oh, up there. Okay. But the... the the also uh, 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 that turned into Fresh Montana and Thug beefing, and Thug taking up for Kendrick for some reason. But it turns out Thug was really mad that French hit on his girl. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so French ended up. Um, I guess they were at a video shoot. He thought uh, uh, Thug's girl was just a video girl and hit on her. French apologized. Doug wasn't trying to hear it. He went off on him on Instagram or something like that. And um, basically, uh, they've been beefing ever since then. And French thought it was cool because he dabbed him at another event. But then when this came out, they want to start going. Oh, this has been going on for a while. Okay, it's been going on since August. Since August, that's a that's a long time. These is grown men. These is grown rich men. Grown ass men over a female that. Over a female. After he apologized so, to? <laughs> exactly. Like. Also, I'm watching it live. Like, as going, they're up at five in the morning. It's not like no, like, yeah, I'm drunk, you slated. They're up at five in the morning with their phone in their hand. I'm like, oh, bro, you can't be, um, you can't be. How do you say? Can't be aggravated at your phone. <laughs> I don't. At <laughs> no time, I'm trying to figure out why it's a good idea for him to pull up to Thug House. I mean, to pull up the French House. Not even his whole house. First off, I know he know that's not his house. He has yeah. to know that was an older house. He has to already know that. Like, he, he, if you're in drove, Atlanta, you, you know. He drove to his house at five in the morning. It took him forty-five minutes to get there. Damn. At five in the morning, and I enter in Cali, so it's Cali time. So it's 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 early late still, bro. You should be doing something, not driving to the French house and looking at video. That made no sense. Um, is Courtney in? I don't think her audio coming in. There we go. Oh, this is. Let me give you a great intro. Hold on. <coughs> We have the owner of the urban and the mystic. We have the illustrious person that loves Instagram filters. <laughs> um, if there was a Julia Roberts biography, she would play Julia <laughs> on her little sister. Courtney Abiade. Yes. You pronounced her uh-huh. name perfectly. That's amazing. Practice. I love I you. Ready. Yeah. Hold I'm going to let you practice that. Sir, how are you doing? That oh, my goodness. 
Where have you been? What? That's a great beer. That's a fucking great beer. Fucking run in your mouth. Keep running your mouth. I love you, Adney. Welcome to the show. Thanks. Um, we are here. This is King Maul Calls. I don't think we... You did not see him in Cali when he came. He was on a plane when we were doing the show. Gotcha. Or, and the man behind the boards is Temple Guy. You can't see him right now, but he's behind the boards right now. Hello. Hi. Um, the way we like to start the show off, we ask you your top five and your social media name so they can find Yes. Wait, when you say top five, do you mean, because I'm old. So does that wow. my t- wow. or I just mean old, like I watch reruns of the Golden Girls. You guys aren't doing this. I was listening to what you were talking about before I made myself see the world. And I'm like, I have no idea what any of this means. Someone <laughs> hooked up with someone else's chick, maybe, or they're fighting over. It's millionaires upset over nothing and they're fighting like right yeah uh, Ma, what are you doing Moss? <laughs> you're, you're are you in spirit he walked away oh okay never mind there we go yeah. i had a good lighter my bad so yeah. wait so is this my top five like albums of all time five, top, top five anything top five album top five shoes top five things you like to eat top five things you want to do in where off lockdown God, there's so many top fives. I'll do top five albums just because it's easy. Mm-hmm. Um, the Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Right. This one you will not know, but it's fucking beautiful. Um, it's Melody Gardot. She's this fucking beautiful artist. She sings, she plays guitar, she plays piano. My one and only thrill. That's mm-hmm. the name Is of it. Is it weird that I heard that name before? You yeah. have? Yeah. Just the um, name. I'm not her music. I heard the name. <laughs> her music goes all over the place. She's doing like a lot of bossa nova e type music now, but she's so fucking talented. Shane and I went to go see. Um, Shane is my boyfriend. For everyone who does not know who that is, that's the man with the beard that just popped in. Um, mm-hmm. We went to go see. Oh God, what is his name? It's Friday, and I have quarantine brain. But basically, a really famous musician, and she opened for him. And Shane's like, holy shit, this chick's amazing. Like, beyond. Mm. So anyway, that's my second one. By the way, by Red Hot Chili Peppers. I'm like really a basic bitch with some of this. Um, and, oh, so, just the Dave Matthews Band album where it's just him. Like some <laughs> devil or something. I told you, I'm I like. I think I know who this last person is. <laughs> but the, that would be my top four or top five. Very good. And your social media name so they can find you. Oh, my Instagram handle is Courtney Abiati. The last name is A-B-B-I-A-T-I. And on Twitter, it's the same thing. Perfect, perfect. Well, welcome to the show, finally. Thanks, Bill. This is Colored Radio. And um, we just wanted to say, hey, meet up with you, because this is the best time to do it. Everybody's in the house. And Facts. just wanted to uh, chat with you about life and your start and the urban and the mystic and your little the background of I was going to ask you, yeah, what's up with the urban and the mystic? That sounds like a a, a pharmacy almost. Um, are you are you selling soap? <laughs> we are not. We're a crystal company. You're what company? Crystal. Okay, crystal so company. Like, Thank you. Hold on. It's just chakras, right? This is on my coffee table. See this? Oh, wow. big ass crystal. Got it. Yes, this is 
pulled out of the Himalayan mountains. How dope is that? That looks dope, actually. It's yeah. so fucking cool. So the Urban and the Mystic is a crystal company that takes all the woo-woo stuff, all the weird shit that people could be like, I'm not into that. That's a bridge too far for me. And we take all of that out of what people normally think when they think about crystals and mindfulness and meditation. I'm from Jersey. I do not come from medita- meditative, like crystal loving hippie people. I come from a Danish immigrant, an Italian father, and they don't understand any of this. And so my goal is <laughs> I could create a product that they could understand, then anyone could understand it. Okay. So it's not so weird anymore. That was my goal. So we're urban and mystic. Oh, I like it. Yeah. I like it too. Now, now sell- what- oh, yeah. I was going to say, now, where are you getting these crystals from? Like, are they literally all your crystals from, like, mountains like that? Like, y'all? Yeah, they're from all over the planet. So from India, Brazil, China, the States. Um, I wish I had it with me because it's one of the ones that people love the most. Our malachite is from Africa. Like, we've got shit from everywhere. A lot of stuff from Morocco. And... It's just, I love shopping for it because I get to see the same people every year. There's a really big gem show that we go to. Mm. And it's just super fun to see like this quirky, weird family get together every year and we're just buying rocks. And then I put them in a giant U-Haul and then I drive them back to LA. And then throughout the year when we run out, we get shit shipped to us. Now with the um, the urban and the mystic in this uh, 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 current situation, ourselves up. With people, are they are they running towards their meditation pieces and, and <laughs> their spirit? Right. Knock on wood, sales are really good, and people are buying, and I'm so so incredibly grateful. I think what's cool about what we do is we don't just sell. Yes, you can buy loose crystals from us. You can buy one stone, right? But what we really do that makes us cool is we put little packages together. So we have these dope wooden boxes where we can engrave like your name. We could engrave the colored radio logo on it. We could take handwriting samples. So like if you had, let's say people do this a lot with our bereavement box. So like if someone passes away, they'll send this box instead of flowers. Cause it never made sense to me. Like someone just died and we're going to send them flowers that die. That just mm. weird to me. Um, and also I had once heard grief is love with nowhere to go. And I was like, well, what if we could create something that helped your grief go somewhere positive for you? I like that, though. Right? You know, I, I once heard that um, the reason why people give you roses, it's like three different roses. So the rare roses for love, the white roses for uh, for funerals, for death. And mm-hmm. then the, um, the yellow roses are like something else, but I couldn't remember, though. Friendship. Friendship. Thank you. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember totally. they were supposed to be for some, but you make a, a better point, though, like. You send me flowers and it's going to die again. So like, totally. Uh, and look, I love flowers. There's nothing against them. I just thought it was cool to create an option to flowers, especially because that's all anybody sends when someone passes away. Mm-hmm. Like, True. Need... flowers. And totally. Like, Can I throw these away? Do I keep them until they die? Like, Right. And then it's just like, you're so sad and depressed because someone died that you're like, now I have to go schlep all this shit out to the garage or the driveway and put it in the fucking trash bin and it just I just wanted to create another option for people and so each box comes with a little card that tells you 
what you received and how to use it. The tagline for our company is create your moment. So mm-hmm. what you received and how to create a moment to grieve, how to create a moment to bless your home, to set good vibes, to welcome a baby into the world. So it's just like a gift giving 2.0. And I think the reason that we're really doing well right now is because since I can't go to your house or your house or we can't meet up at a restaurant, how do you really connect to people? And our gifts are so thoughtful. Like when you engrave someone's name or like a quote that means something to somebody into something and send it to them, that's so intentional. They don't forget that. I don't it has think. energy to it too. It has power. Totally. totally. It's your, um, what's the, the inception thing where you got to hold on to your, totem. it's your totem. Yes. Yeah, totally. It's your totem. Your totem? Some, somebody informed Have me. You inception? I don't think you ever see the inception. I've seen Inception, but you told, oh, okay, when you had the little, uh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. All right. Well, wait, wait, quick question, though. Does each crystal have their own meaning? Absolutely. So one way you can think about it is a lot of crystals, have you ever heard of chakras? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So each chakra or chakra, however you want to say it, has a different color. So for instance, your throat chakra, the circle that would sit over that, if you were looking at like a cartoon drawing, would be blue. So most blue stones that you see are connected to communication and intuition and being able to speak up for yourself. And most like uh, red stones are connected to your sacral chakra, which is where like passion and sexual urges and vitality come from. And if you think about it related to like anything normal in our life, like clothing, right? Black stones are protection stones. When you, when you put on like an all black outfit, you feel like a ninja. Like you could kick someone's ass. Like I'm safe. I got this. And black stones are protection stones. When you see like an all white outfit, like a bride would wear. I'm wearing a Hermonite right now. Yes. Yeah. There we go. Yep. Protects me from all the. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. All the electromagnetic. Break down Hermonite. Got you. So. It helps um, ward off all the electromagnetic smog that comes off of your devices, like your computer, your Wi-Fi router, all the shit that we're connected to all the time. Mm-hmm. So, and I say this to people all the time about the totem thing that you just said. If it's too much, like if you just aren't going to believe ever that I tell you that amethyst is <laughs> your intuition, that it transmutes negative energy into positive energy. If you're like, you're, crazy. Uh, That's fucking ridiculous. Then just use it as a visual representation of this is what I'm open to right now. Like rose quartz is the stone of unconditional love. So, so many times when people want to find a significant other, they'll buy rose quartz from me because it helps call in love. And I'm like, great. So if you don't believe that that stone is emitting that energy, then every time you see it, just remind yourself that I'm going to be a little less jaded that I'm going to go out on this date with a good attitude that I'm not going to, if it was a terrible date, I'm not going to talk shit about the person when I'm done. Like, and then it's doing its job. Just like that totem was the one thing that could link all of those characters to some sort of like, I'm okay. He, right. Cause he knew if he had his totem yeah. that he wasn't was that fucked right. up or like lost. Yeah. So yeah. I like that. Like it very much. Um, transitioning yes, from love. pre- or the urban and the mystic. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. You did a one woman show. You had your one woman show. Uh, how many years ago now? Uh, um, oh my God. Like 
three, maybe four. I don't think it's four. Probably like three years ago. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Tell us about your your your, your uh, career in that because you're a woman of all trades. <laughs> I have a jack of all trades for sure. I went to so. I grew up, like I said, in Jersey, and I grew up 19 miles outside of New York City. So when I was younger, I really wanted to model. So my mom's like, you get one day. I'm going to take you into agencies into New York City, and if nobody takes you, then you never mention this shit again. And if you get a contract, then we will do it. But that's it. Because I was the youngest of three. The last thing she wanted to do was be like (laughs) schlepping me into the city every day and doing all that stuff. And I did. I got signed, and so I started modeling. And obviously I'm a chatty Kathy. And so one of the photographers had like pulled my mom aside on this job and she was like, have you ever thought of putting her in front of a camera that picks up sound? Because your child is so fucking talkative and like loves to perform. So I started taking acting classes in New York. And then when I graduated high school, I was ready. Like all the modeling agencies are like, we're going to send you to the first place I want to send you to is Asia. Because mm-hmm. a lot of American, or not even American, just non-Asian models work a lot in Asia because it's a uh-huh. different look for them. And so I was like, great, I'm going to go to Japan. My parents are like, you're a fucking moron. You are not, you, you don't know how to drive to your school. Like you need a GPS system to do that. You think you're going to go to Japan? So they said, here's the deal. If you go to college, pay for it. But if you decide to not go to college, you have to pack up your shit and basically leave the house in a month. Mm. Like you can't live here and not, and just model. Like that's not acceptable. So I was like, great, I'll go to college. And so I went to Boston University and they have a really great conservatory for the arts. So you could study anything. You could study music, opera singing, painting, acting, directing. A lot of people don't know that that, actually. And there's conservatories all over the country. and it's like the most decadent thing ever. Like imagine if you guys just for four years trained in the art of radio and podcasts and all that shit. Like you're just, you feel very lucky to be there, or at least I did. So when I graduated, I moved straight out to LA. I started working. Um, and then the writer's strike. Like it probably took me like a year and a half to really start booking shit. And then the writer's strike happened. And I don't know if you guys know about this, but it basically was when in Hollywood, they were like, no writers can work. They're all on strike till you get the contracts correct. Mm. So it was about 10 months of basically this. It felt like quarantining because no one could go out on auditions. You couldn't film anything. You couldn't be in pre-production for anything. And that kind of is what kicked off YouTube in a major way too. A yes. lot of a lot of people went to YouTube to start to, to build their own projects and do a lot of their own stuff. So that's around the era where the YouTube series, not series, but the YouTube yeah. series. Which is why, you know, have you ever heard the saying that necessity is the mother of invention? Mm-hmm. That's why I'm so curious to see what comes out of this time mm-hmm. because we've needed things in so such different ways than we have pre-COVID. And so think of all of the amazing things that are going to come because all of our needs changed. I mean, this in general, like this has is kind of a, ble- a blessing in disguise for our podcast because we, we can get interviews from anybody now. Like it's That's just so great. who we ask yeah. at this point because it was just so so local to us that we're like, okay, we got to travel out to LA, we got to go to Atlanta sometime. But well, but now it's like, hey, you got time. I know you're at home. <laughs> just, Correct. Just, Nobody's just doing time. Exactly. Yeah. Come hang um, out for us. 
So yeah, so long story short, that's when I started writing. And I've always loved to write, but I had never really like sat down and crafted a story beginning, middle and end. And it's so funny because once I started really writing, people would come up to me all the time and they're like, I have a great idea for a movie. Could you help me write it? I'm like, no, it's so much fucking work. You write it. Like you have to be passionate about it because it's like a puzzle. And if one thing, you've seen bad movies, like if it's too long or this scene doesn't work, so many people have trouble just self-editing. So I started writing and ever since I graduated college, I wanted to do a one woman show. I saw someone perform a one man show in New York when I was in college and I was like, I have to fucking do that. And Mm. I, then years later, I saw another one and I left the theater and it was like the greatest show ever. And I just got home and I started hysterically crying because I was like, you know, when you see something, someone do something that you know you're supposed to be doing, Mm. it like really gets you. It's it's like being in the audience and like, I could be on stage doing that and I could do it so much better. Or or just just like, I'm helping, like I can help with this. Yeah, or like this is my take on this because the bottom line yeah. is we're all doing the same shit through the lens of who you are and you are and you are and I am, and that's what makes it so cool because there's a million love stories that have been written or a million great fucking like songs that make you ready to just fucking you know like run a marathon that get you amped right. up, but it's the different take that each artist puts on it that makes it amazing. And so I just knew that I had something to say. And so I wrote a show called No, I Won't Take You to the Airport. And it was loosely based on my life. And it was a one hour, basically monologue. And it was up for in LA for about a year on and off. And then it went to Off-Broadway for a few shows. And I'm going to write another one. It just takes so much time. And you have to really, or at least this was my experience, with a one-woman show or a one-person show, you have to fucking love every word you're saying. Mm. Because only you up there, like when you're watching actors, usually they have someone that they're, it's like a tennis match. Like yes, I'm bouncing this, yeah. Right. I'm bouncing it off the audience and it's on me to remember every line, to have the energy to tell the story and be in the fucking story. And if I don't feel that way, it's not worth it because it's so much work. I feel like every that's the confidence of every rapper and comedian needs to have when they hit the stage. Absolutely. You don't know who did it very well? Mike Tyson. Have y'all seen yes. Mike show? Oh my God. That was amazing. He was and well, wait, what did he do? He told his story basically, but it but it okay, was yeah. age. And he's he's not the most articulate person, but the passion behind him—you felt every word he was saying. Like you, like he—he's talking about how his his trainer would like hypnotize him and 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 train him to be like a savage. And he's—I can still feel that aggression as I'm speaking to you now. I was like, oh my god, it's a wild animal right there. You have to it's so powerful. It's very powerful. So I definitely understand. John Leguizamo does a bunch of one man shows, and they're fucking amazing. He's such a talented actor, and. It's funny because I think his show is similar or my show is similar to the ones that he does in the sense that I embody all these different characters and I'm never sitting still. I'm bouncing around like a ping pong ball. And so many people at the end of it would say to me, oh my God, how did you do that? How did you get up there and do that? And I would always say, 
getting up there and doing that is the easy, it's like breathing to me. It's not doing it. That's the hardest thing in the world. And that reminds mm. me of what King Maul was saying. Like, there's no, that you have to have that energy and that feeling like I, if I don't fucking do this, I'm going to die. Like, it doesn't matter if you're getting up to sing a song, to rap a song, to do a one woman show, to start a company, to start a podcast. You have to want to do it so badly. What was the name of the show? No, I won't take you to the airport. Okay. It was because in LA, everyone asks you to take them to the airport or pick them up from the airport. And what happens is, and this was pre Uber, but even after Uber, people were still asking you. And what happens when you're someone like me, who's a people pleaser, you'll say yes. And then you fucking hate the person. And like when you're driving (laughs) home, you can't stand them. And then you get even more angry at yourself. Cause you're like, why didn't I just stand up for myself and say, no, if they're not going to like me because I won't take them to the airport, then that's not the friend that I want to have. But I started realizing I was doing all of this shit to please other people, as opposed to saying, I don't want to do it. Mm. It's such a slippery slope. And I really believe it starts with, like taking someone to the airport or going to a, a birthday dinner that you don't want to go to. Just, I don't want to do it. I'm not going to fucking do it. And then go you start- to the grocery store. I don't want to go to the grocery store. I don't need that. I know, man. What? I'll go for you, but I, I really don't want to go. <laughs> I can order them. It's fine. Uh-huh. Um, transitioning into some current events, really quickly. Yes. Uh, before you came on, we were talking about Donald and his uh. Uh, bleach uh, statement today, and um, I wanted to get your viewpoint on where you see the election going by the time this is all free and we're to go elect a new president or not we might yeah. do it but um you can vote online right at this particular time correct yeah you can do what in the mail okay yeah that's yeah. it I, I knew it was something like that yeah yeah online should be accessible. absolutely you should be no. able to vote from your phone i don't want to i don't want to for that exact reason i don't want to at all see see <laughs> 15 different Jamal's come up at one time talking about he voted for Trump. I didn't see, I didn't see that. <laughs> Not so voted awesome. 3 million times and oh shit. Somebody just put a box in my name. Oh, but like they just sent people $400 to your bank account. There's some way that they can find us and track us. Like, obviously. No, that's because you set that up. Like, you, like, yeah, you, you file your taxes and get information. You got your money. If you didn't put your taxes, you ain't get no money. But I will tell you this from doing like all the shit that I do with the urban and the mystic, because we have to do digital marketing and retargeted ads and things like that. There, everyone is watching everything. I know what things you've liked on Instagram. I know what Facebook comments you've made, like not me, I'm saying this editorially speaking. And if I can just figure that out with my company, trust and believe the government can figure out everything else. So to, and a way for us to have a, a, a safe way to vote. Correct. If, if they want it. But yeah. where do you, uh, how do you feel about Biden? Do you think he can do it? <laughs> do you, are, are we in trouble? Is it another four years of grit, gr- grunting, don't, and Don't hiding? say it. Don't even say it. <laughs> I, oh, man. I'm, exactly. I was just going to say I'd rather choke to death as well. I, no, this is... <laughs> This is how I feel about it. I 
I would vote for a broken vacuum cleaner, a shoe without shoelaces. I don't fucking care who the nominee is. Do I think that whomever won the nomination, we were going to be looking at automatically at the downside of it? Of course, because more than anything, all we want is to get this nutbag out of office. So if it was Bernie, he's a socialist. If it was Elizabeth Warren, a woman can't beat him. If it was Kamala Harris, oh, well, a woman couldn't beat him. Could a black woman beat him? If it was... Buttigieg, he's gay. If it, and he's too young. It's Biden. He's too old. We're like fucking Goldilocks. It's too hot. It's too cold. It's too hard. It's too soft. Just who fucking cares? Just I vote for the, the vote no matter who. That's They're it. looking for a figurehead. They want a figurehead once again. And listen, who looks I, nice on the stage. I would love if we could have this Obama archetype of a person again. We're an inspirational. Uh, person who, and I really want a woman to be president. I'm, I'm not voting for someone just because she's a woman. I just. You want to see yourself. Like, there, could, there's yeah. A, yeah, there's a, a, a something about being able to see your representation in certain places. Yes. Like, like as a black man, when you saw Obama in office, that's. Yeah, it's, that's it's, it's, life yeah, it's, it's life changing. And just on the, it, it affected more than I feel like it may have changed people's lives, all peoples of all races, where they're like, oh, this is possible. Okay. Well, the little Hindu child who's over there is like, and just chilling Maybe out. I could do it or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> she could do it too, or she could do it too. In um, ways unimaginable. So I think no matter who got the nomination, we were going to find some way to look at the negative. I will say, because I'm an eternal optimist. What I like about Biden is that at a time where we hadn't had a black president yet, he hitched his wagon and was willing to be second fiddle to Obama yeah. and was his ride or die. And they had a relationship that was not a normal president VP relationship. They really love and care for each other. Yeah. Obama really gave Joe actual tasks he wasn't like fucking they over there be quiet. Yeah, correct and then now he's saying he is committed whoever is his vp will be a woman that yeah. is twice now that he has taken societally speaking the underdog and said i want to do something to be a part of change now I, is that a a a good political move because if if obama did win and something happened to him, he's he's president. And riding with a woman, he's he's getting a woman vote to carry him to the top. And, and just playing the, the devil's advocate of it all. Well, but living all because here's the deal, we're the majority. Yeah. So the more he can pull, I believe, if listen, the hardcore conservatives were never gonna get their vote. It just, it is what it is. So they're Any, thinking about bleach right now. <laughs> I, I can't. So if that is, if we can just not look at that, I think it will only help him because women will look at him and be like, oh my God, that that's the first time I have seen a man pick a woman for his running mate. Uh, I'm, I'm speaking, oh no, was there one other first person? First time you see an old man too, I think. Yes. Uh, it was a Republican. Uh, I'm forgetting 
Sarah Palin. Sarah Palin. Oh, Sarah Palin. right. Oh, God, have you seen it? I tried to block it out. Yeah. Sarah Palin. Yes. But I do think that that helped McCain's campaign. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just like I think it would help Biden's campaign. And here's the thing. Look, he's a politician. I, I, obviously, he's thinking about what's going to help me win. But I do also think he wants to help. I don't it, think he's a terrible person. I, I, I will say that. A, um, a, a media push that is um, part the people that are angry that Bernie didn't make it again, <laughs> where they're attacking him. And I get the crime bill thing. I get that. But then we we say we're cool with Hillary and all them too. So it's like, we got to throw that crime bill to not throw it to the side, but we got to put it into a box where we're like, hey, this is something we got to handle later. But the only thing about Biden that is is my biggest red flag is sharpness, his mind. When he's on the stage with Trump, this is a popularity contest when we get onto the American stage where we're American Idol household. We like Top Chef. Yeah. We want to see competition. We want to see people going at each other. And when Trump gets on that stage and he calls, hey, old man, you hear? I don't know what that's going to do to the American public. Yes, I agree with you. It scares me a lot. (laughs) Biden had some uh, debates when it was just like the Democratic nominees up there where he did come out when you were like, yes, just fucking be that person for the 10 debates or whatever it is that you have to do with Trump. Just do that again. Yeah, just hold it the fuck together. I don't give a shit if you get into the Oval Office and then you have to, you shit the bed and you start wearing diapers. I don't fucking care. I just want this wow. scumbag wow. out of office. You gotta because, hear what he's saying, though. Hold on. He's, he's saying it might be Sean. It just might be Sean. It's, there was someone who put it, first of all, I don't think we should have debates because at this point, if you don't know who you're voting for, you're a moron. Like, we know who he, we know who Trump is. It's yeah. not a debate. We're not, it, it doesn't make any sense. It's a dog and pony show. <laughs> Correct. There was a writer who I absolutely love who did an op-ed in the New Yorker, and I'm trying to find, he said the most brilliant thing. He goes, basically, he's talking about being undecided in this election. I can't find it, but he says, it would be like this. You're on a plane. The flight attendant brings their cart down the aisle. They stop in front of your chair, and they say, would you like the chicken tonight? or a plate of shit with broken glass sprinkled on top. (laughs) And if you are undecided at this moment, that would you be responding to her saying, how is the chicken cooked? Yeah. (laughs) Like, is the chicken, does the chicken have butter? I'm a vegan. (laughs) I don't fucking, I don't even eat meat. Give me the chicken. Give (laughs) me, give America, give the world the chicken. I get that. I get that totally. Cliff just logged in. I don't know how much time we have for you to keep you on, Courtney, but if you do have time to stay, you can stay. But if you don't, tell us what you're doing, any projects you have working on, and anything you have you want to promote or plug. Oh, you're the sweetest. So right now, I'm just focused as much as I can be on the Urban and the Mystic. We have really, really great stuff for Mother's Day starting at 15 bucks. You can do personalized crystals and write like a note to your mom on there. They're really sweet. Um, They last forever. And it's not chocolate. So it's one less thing to keep off the COVID-15 or whatever they're calling it, the quarantine 15, the weight that we're all gaining. Um, And then also at some point, I will let you know, 
We will have meditations up on the site. I am an avid meditator. And to everyone who is stuck at home who's listening to this, go on YouTube, download a five-minute meditation, and fucking breathe. I promise it will make you feel better. And with that, I love you. And I'm so happy I got to come on. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Till next time. Yes. Sample, can you um, bring in Clifford? Yes, sir. Cliff, what up? Hey, Cliffy. What's up, guys? How you doing, boss, man? Chilling, man. Courtney's still in, but you saw her. She's doing good. Yep, yep. I'm going to give you the the, the same rundown. Top five and your social media name, sir. All right. So my social media name is J Sweet Sponge. That's J E. S U I S P O N G E. I want to change it, but I feel like it's stuck now. So, bro, you know, too late. It's you. I, I changed Joshua one like for like three months, and people were like, "What the fuck? It, who the fuck is Jamal? <laughs> 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 who the change your name back, bro?" Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it's people gotten used to it, so I'm gonna just leave it. And top five, I'm going to go with top five things that I like. So I was thinking about this earlier, too. I was like, hmm, let's see what would be something easy to do. So I'm going to go top five things I, I like. And this is like in no order. So sunsets, clouds, skating, music, and sleep. Hell yeah. I like all that shit, too. Yeah. <laughs> I can't skate pretty much. But I, I'm, skate but I love playing. I'm, I'm skate, too skate for basketball. Skate, I'm mad. Skate three is not on the PS4 or or, or, or anything. So I'm gonna skate three. three. Xbox 360 is the last Xbox. system, and I got it sitting right over there, and I haven't touched it in like four years. Man, I love Skate three. That was a great game. Um, Tony Hawk's supposed to be coming out with a new one, and it doesn't. It's 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 like the old one is very animated and all that. I'm, I'm cool. I want realistic skate shit. I'm, I've leveled up. Yeah, do shit I want to do anymore. <laughs> they need to drop skate for like legit. Cliff, so I'm talking to you about I mean, more of the Rona stuff. I hope you're doing good in quarantine and being safe out there in, in, in your hometown and all that. But we're yeah. here to do, sir. Well, we're here to talk about the music. A lot of music just dropped. Um, a lot of musical stuff is going on. Can anybody explain to me what is going on with Playboy Cardi and Little Uzi? Are they beefing? Are they not beefing? Are they friends? Are they like I've only seen the tweets that they dropped and the memes associated with it. And it's like split. People think they beefing and the memes are saying they behind closed doors being boyfriend. Yeah, so, giggling. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't but, even know, bro. But um so apparently they talking shit and they're fucking with each other. Yeah, it might be over some like some brotherly love. It is toxic. It might be a big publicity publicity Well, Uzi's dropping tonight. He's dropping Sasuke tonight. Sasuke might go number one tomorrow. I don't know what it is. I ain't heard it. His name Sasuke. The cover art look crazy. That's what did he really got Drake on it. We don't know shit. It's just named Sasuke. That's it. But whatever that means, it's cool. 
Um, transitioning. I, I though, feel like somebody Japanese is gonna sue him. I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> and the only people that can is Naruto and them. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, Travis Scott though. Travis Scott last night, um, basically broke Fortnite. Just, just fucking, um, his creativity shined through. He had a online concert in Fortnite with. I don't even know how to explain it. His character in in game performing, that their characters flying around him. So this is what I wanted to ask about that. <clears throat> now, did he get did he get Fortnite to play his actual music? Yeah, yeah. I meant to log in and check it out, but I forgot. <laughs> yeah. What did that check Fortnite? Look like? I didn't play Fortnite. That's some shit. What like, I seen was uh, basically like footage from other people playing the game. And it was like a big ass Travis Scott doing Travis Scott things on the ground, and everybody else was like around them, and they were basically like doing Fortnite things. I don't know much about Fortnite. I've only seen my brother play it. <laughs> he they said were Travis Fortnite Scott things. things. They were like jumping on those little wood pallets, trying to climb to him, and then eventually they were flying through space. So it was like this real big. Very interactive. Your character's moving around, so like you can you can look at him from any point of view you you want to. So whatever video you do end up watching, the character that's playing and recording has to have a good view of him because you can be on the side of him and long distance away and miss all the cool shit of him dancing and, and shifting around and shit like that. But, Not even that. This nigga got pictures, bro. This nigga, this nigga got pictures of him coming in, <laughs> flying in, though. Oh, yeah. He flies in, it's counting down. He, he touches ground, and it blows. And everything explodes. Characters. It blows the characters away. Like, yeah. It's dope wow. shit. It's super dope shit. So, with all of that, at the end, he drops the Scots with Kid Cudi and him. And they call themselves the Scots, which is hard. And they debut that song when they're flying through space. And like a meteor is breaking apart during like Cuddy's part of it and everything. And then they fly into the white light and then, then it just land back on the Fortnite um, map. And it's over. And it's, it's, it's doing it again, I think, um, tomorrow night. I think they, they did it tonight again already or something like that, around like at 7. But yeah, I think email, but I just didn't. I did not sign in and check it out. Like I only played Fortnite a handful of times, so yeah. I don't know. And, and Fortnite when when it first came out, now nah, it's a completely. I don't even know what. It's, the whole culture. No, I think I found a very good video. This shit. Oh, was, you're on. You're on a podcast. <laughs> I know, bro. I know. I was sorry. I was sorry, but that shit looked fried though. Like it looked I mean, fun. It looked fun. It's the cool shit that Steve, the kids. That we the little nigga even Travis even teleports. Yeah, he's moving from oh, area to area. All the merch, he's remixing old game logos. So he like, got the PSP sign. Oh outside. yeah, the uh, the Atari sign says like motherfucker. Uh, it's it's I don't know. It's it's this dope shit. All the shit is dope. Shout out to uh, uh, Travis Scott. Um, the Scott's is a a good song. It maybe has to <laughs> It maybe has it's, to be heard in album mode or something like that. It's it's half it's half and half. I feel like me personally, Travis is 
flows and the sound has kind of gotten underwhelming because it's a little bit repetitive mm-hmm. when it comes to like the stuff that he does. But hearing like him do that and then Cuddy do it and then flip it at, towards the end of the song, and the chorus is cool. Like it's cool. It's, it's bitter. It's a bittersweet type thing because I, I fuck Cuddy. with Cuddy. I, uh, I fuck with Travis Scott and is it was weird being like ah oh, Travis didn't really hold it down but Cuddy held him so it was it was cool it's a cool song but for me being from Cleveland it I don't I don't want to say it hurts or it's jealousy but I I'm like ah oh, I wish Cuddy loved us this much like he loves Tyler so much he loves Jada so much he loves Travis so much like love somebody from Cleveland man love us please <laughs> we love you over here bro like who would be the one. <laughs> Damn. I don't, I don't really know. Question. Uh, I mean, the one he does love the most is, is, is Chip. So Chip is the one. Chip is Ray, but but Ray and Chip is like it's not the same though. Like, yeah, like yeah, it's it, 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 Chip's high, high level and Ray's high level. Ray just wasn't hitting Chip. That's just it. Like. But, but I get I get ready this though. He 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 definitely come out with a uh he definitely come out with a song though every year. Otherwise, cause Chip don't. <laughs> but Chip do hit the tape though. I mean Chip is on his <clears throat> so it's guaranteed yeah. I would play Smith for Chip. And he gets to go on whatever tour could have gone. Like, I'm not mad at Chip's career. If, if this could be a side little note, I'm not mad at Chip's career. I would be happy with that career for real. You, you got some some classic songs, uh him on on is a, a classic song for him. He can play that at any time and, and yes. go do a little a festival and, meet and be fine. He got the love of his, his home city. He's in Cali. His kid good. He, he can literally, he has a, a, a Kanye verse that I feel is the last real Kanye verse. Like One of. One of. <laughs> one of. Man, you, you can't beat Charlie Wilson, old Kanye, and Chip on one song. <laughs> I'm, but I'm saying that wait, that wasn't Charlie Wilson, that was Tony Williams, bro. Tony Wilson? No, no, it, no, it was Charlie. It was Uncle Charlie on there. King? Hey Charlie. Mm, I gotta <laughs> check, bro, because I swear I know what you're talking about. I think so. It's it's My a is it's two songs. So I think the the first part was um Tony Wilson, and then Charlie was at the end. Because Gibbs is on that remix too. Because I'm like, oh, he got Ky- uh, Kanye on a secret cut with Charlie Wilson? That's good shit. But long story short, he has a great career. I'm not mad at it, but on his gram now, he is full Corona conspiracy right now. He is in it. I, I almost unfollowed, man, bro. On God, I was like this close. He I was is so close. He said Travis is. No, no, chip. Nah, chip. Chip. Oh, chip. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, nah, yeah. he really, he really tripping right now. With and look, I, I can dive into a good conspiracy sometimes. Some of the five G stuff, I'm like, all right, bro. I might say, yeah, he's not wrong with this five G shit. Okay, like now what they're saying that it's what is doing with the corona that's stretching it, but but the five G all in all. Is not he's not wrong with the radiation part. I, I do yeah. believe waves and and shit affect shit and and, and all that, but chip, bro. This 
is is because he's because look he he, he 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 caught me. I don't know if y'all saw this. He put he he put a bad bitch video up. It was a cute chick, and I was like, all right, let me hear what she said. And this bitch got deep into some some motherfucking spirits. Like, oh, <laughs> you honey dick me. You honey dick me. Don't you honey dick me, Chip? You got me. <laughs> you got me honey dick you. All right. <laughs> no, I ain't get caught up in that, man. I no, he posted her ass. So I was like, who is this bitch talking? Oh, shit. You you can pretty much tell you like at this point for me with Chip, you can pretty much tell when he about to give you some deep black shit, some alkaline shit, some Doctor Savy shit, <laughs> or some government conspiracy shit. Like you can like you see it. Like ah, do I want to dodge? But then you gotta think he is in on a view of the world that most people don't have. Like he see the Kanye's, he see the he see the kid Cuddy's. He, he, he do get to see this money. He get to see. And he's he, he like, ooh. <coughs> if, if he can see all that and see like, yo, some shit going down behind the scenes that y'all niggas need to know about. Eh, I give him. I, I give him some. I, I'm not gonna unfollow him yet. I'm not gonna unfollow him. <laughs> I be mean, this close, like every two, <laughs> two, three posts, bro. Every two, I'm like, let me but just scroll away because I fuck with, bro. He do it in bursts. He like he'll he'll take a hot little like three hours to get it all out, and then he's like, all right, I'm back to some bullshit smoking and shit. My thing is, it's always in the story though. It'd be one yeah. long ass story. You pull you pull up, and you just be like, oh, I didn't even see this coming. <laughs> <laughs> um. Currently going on in pop culture, anything crazy going on in pop culture today, people? Anything that um, we, we should touch? Oh, the the NFL drafts happened, and girlfriends thought they were slick. <laughs> <laughs> you said a who? The girlfriends thought they were slick and was like was trying to show out. First of all, black mothers should always be on camera. I if I was a NFL NBA, my girlfriend. I'm sorry, is not sitting next to me. It's my mama. My mama sitting next to me on my draft day. And that's the only person going to be on camera with me. But yesterday, a young um, Caucasian woman was, was sitting on a big, big black man's lap. And a mama had to yank So she can hug her son. Because he just, goes, he just goes to the league now. I birthed this nigga. Get off of <laughs> Get off my son. Fuck what you talking about. Go Yo, get your black that, woman, all right? That shit hit me so hard because it's hilarious and i'm looking i'm like get off that nigga you don't see this black mama have to get rough with you on tv she will i was confused low-key because i was like damn this girl like crying on this man and i didn't see her face at all the first time i was like did she adopt this nigga or something (laughs) 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 she was acting bro yeah I thought she, she was adopted. all on man. She life, the, the hood. She's a white mama, <laughs> white savior and shit. No, this is just a white girlfriend from a prep school, and she she didn't know her place. Now that sounds a little sexist, but in that moment, <laughs> it's it's you gotta be next to my mama, daddy, auntie, girlfriend. You're not gonna be Grant. Okay, so the the next drafty that went to the Dallas Cowboys, he's sitting next to his girlfriend as well. And oh my god. Oh my god. And he's another one. He's on the phone getting drafted. His his cell phone's blowing up. She takes his cell phone, tries to answer the call. He snatched his cell phone back. So that's sitting there shaking his head. Yeah, like no. So like social media goes crazy. 
Like, yeah, bitch, you trying to go through his phone on draft like this? Bitch, I know you chalk. <laughs> like, yeah, you chalk. You, you know you're not coming home. You know, you know this duck. We're done. <laughs> So, <laughs> bye. here's some tips. Okay. Don't know. Hey, where the white girlfriend at? Let me take her. Right. So she tweets back to the people like, yeah, um, chill out. His agent w- was calling her. I was just trying to do the, the girl-friendly thing and pick it up. I'm like, no. Oh, call it back. That's not your job. I know my agent calling. My agent knows what's going, what is going on. He's watching me get drafted right now. That's why he's calling. I understand that. I'm getting drafted. So, <laughs> granted, I'm like, all right, I'll give that to her. She'll try to be a good girlfriend. Here's the follow-up, though. She's Trey Young's ex-girlfriend. No. This bitch is a scout of all scouts. <laughs> Bruh. Bruh, she the best scout of being a girlfriend. <laughs> she needs she to get into agents and managing. So and she can scout yeah. talent like that, bro. So we find that out. Trey Young comments on the post of the it going viral. And he's like, yeah. He was like, no, no, no. And then somebody commented on like, bro, ain't that your girl? <laughs> 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 And he posts a picture with it too. I'm like, oh my god! So, first of all, America is pure comedy. We needed this draft. We wanted something to happen so bad in this draft, just so we can laugh. But that shit of her being the scout of all scouts, she needs to open up an agency ASAP because that pussy got some power. She got a, a Dragon Ball radar. In that pussy. <laughs> crazy, crazy bro. She can find number one pick track. She can find round one talent. She just needs to. She's she's worth more than her <laughs> she thinks she is because she can spot it. She can spot it and fuck it. <laughs> I wonder who invited her to these these college games, bro. Like, how are you scouting no, these niggas? They all went to Oklahoma. <clears throat> oh, she know what's up. She know the whole Oklahoma the lineup. She good. She good for the squad all four years, baby. So the nigga dropped their ass, went to the league, started balling and shit. She was like, Who shit, next up? I can't go to the basketball team. They ain't gonna have another star on here. She had to call her <laughs> girl up like, Who next up? Who next oh, up? He next up? Bet. Number one receiver in the country. Bet. All right, I'm here. So um, that was a good tickle to my soul. Um, man, NBA Youngboy dropped another great album. He's killing shit. He's supposed to be done with music right now until, until he, he's, uh, he's not gonna drop. But I, Ain't I this nigga like bipolar or some shit like that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he gonna get that underway, huh? Bro, in a song on his new album, <laughs> it's like a little part. He's like, Why you ain't answered the door? Knock, knock. She was like, I was in the shower. Bitch, you ain't, you should have came faster. I was like, Oh, that's toxic, bro. <laughs> that was in the bar for real. That was just you yelling at her not coming to, to the door. Bro. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, he's a very toxic guy. Um, he makes he makes great music for a generation. There's an audience that loves his shit, swears by his shit. He's the chief kid. He's the little way. He's whatever you want to call it. He's that person. He's the Gucci of this generation to a lot of kids. You know what's um, funny? All of the all of his fans use YouTube. Yeah, I I have yet to find any other way to express that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. 
I don't know what that means. It's like, do do hood niggas just love YouTube? Yes. Or, or what? Because all his numbers on YouTube are so much higher than everyone else's. I think you said this. When Act posted the list, all of the people on the list are hood rappers. The yeah. That were booming on YouTube are hood ra- The young dogs, the, the money bad yos, all that. Those people. Because they want to see it. Oh, they like they like watching what they want. That's how niggas get robbed too. That's how niggas get robbed. Niggas be plotting on YouTube and and, and, and what you gonna call it? It's all YouTube. They're listening to YouTube like this because they can't oh, yeah. close. <laughs> they can't close. Being a gym, the phone right there. They had let the whole playlist play on YouTube and screen on. What? Like the fuck out of their battery. Can't do it. So, like, that is a, a definite a ecosystem. Also, of also think about this. That's one of the only ways that a lot of people get free music. Free music. Yeah, that's the that only. Is very true. Because SoundCloud, I mean, I'm not so at this point. What about uh, Spotify? Spotify still free. Spotify free version is so bad. Yeah, like it, you got it's not worth it. Yeah, <clears throat> oh, it's not even worth it. Oh, damn. It's not worth it. But right. if you pay for it, that mug is perfect. It works, bro. I, I still going back to Apple. I thought I would go back to Apple, but it's just it's not as it's just it's the aesthetics. It's the it's the iOS of it. It's the OS, whatever you call it. It works very well. It's seamless. It's, it's just it just works. It just works. Um, young boy, the, the, the close up on him. He dropped the trailer for his his album on Monday, right? I got the notification. I just don't happen to be on YouTube. So I'm like, oh, shit, he about to drop a whole ass live album and shit. He did a countdown for it. And the super chat on the side, there was 50,000 people in there for the trailer. Live. Mm. Like, for it to premiere. 50,000 at 3 p.m. Mm. And I'm like, oh, my. I'm, I'm missing something he's doing here that is just translating so like his videos are crazy his videos are animated fucking uh all type of effects and everything it it paints the picture of his verses very well but the content is just shoot him up bang bang chop your head off the top, on the top top of but 50 like 52,000 I, I recorded 52,000 people for a, a a less than a minute trailer and they stayed 30,000 people stayed in after it went off i'm like oh my god he he has a generation at his palm were you part of that 30,000 just to get, get the video of it to say like oh how many people are gonna stay in this bitch because this is 50,000 people for a, a trailer and shit like that it wasn't like he was dropping anything like it okay so if he was dropping a full video it would still be 50,000 views off top like <laughs> Before it even got to the public, for real, it was gonna be 50, like fifty thousand off top. So him doing a million in, in an hour is is easy, light work, slight work, beautiful. So him being forty five up on like I think the 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 second YouTube was like twenty million behind him or something like that. So yeah. his gap is crazy when it comes to his fanship. It just it makes no sense. Hell yeah. Um. We have to wrap up, so uh, the way we like to wrap up the show is we go around and say what we're reading, watching, or listening to. We're gonna start with King Maul. 
What are you really watching listening to, sir? Um, just got done rewatching the Harry Potter. Mm. Shit. All of them. Yeah. Yeah, it took a couple days. So. <laughs> <laughs> How was it, bro? Was it good? <laughs> it was actually good. It was actually good. Like just just knowing like how much money they put into it back then versus now, I'm like, ah, it's not that far off, man. It makes sense. It really do make sense. Now, Harry Potter as an actor, oh, I can't fuck with him outside of Harry Potter, bro. Mm. Like, like okay. it, it was movies coming up next to him, and I'm like, you in a horror movie, you in an action movie. I'm like, nah, that bro. horror movie was that? I just I can't fuck with you, bro. Was it he called was, The Right? I don't know. He was some creepy little pale guy with long hair and a beard. I'm like, I ain't fucking with you. He just came out with him. It was like you a, and other movies that just don't sit right with me. I don't know what it is. But, um... Not a bad actor. I'm like, <laughs> not a bad actor to you? He's no. a great Harry Potter. I just watched him in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I watched him in this movie. Uh, y'all ever seen the, uh, the, the pictures of him going around with the guns attached to his hand? Yeah, that right. was the action movie I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, I, I watched that. I watched it. It was really weird, but it wasn't. He didn't do bad, and it's like I enjoyed it. Gotta, I seen him in this off-brand comedy where he got kidnapped and uh, beat up and shit. And I'm like, nah, yeah, I can't fuck with you still. This kind of part right there. He should have ever lied. Some shit. Shit. Like, I can't. Some I can't be mad at him because he's doing random shit because he's rich already. He's simple yeah. like. Yeah, he can just run around and do dumb shit like a, a horror movie, like an action movie. Because why not? I'm set. I've done it. I won. Real, real talk, my nigga just need to come back and be the father and the teacher at another Harry Potter movie. I think that's the book. <laughs> working on one. I know, I know. He just need to get this shit over with. All right, get yeah, this shit over with. Come back. S-Dot, <laughs> uh, reading, watching, and listening to, sir. Um, not reading too much. Uh, just finished watching Little Fires Everywhere, that show that was on Hulu, mm. uh, with Kay Washington. Oh, it was I've heard Little Fire Everywhere. Great things. Really? Uh, it's it's yeah. really good. Like, I really want to watch it again. Like, I, that's the first show I've been. <laughs> like, exactly, like, episode one through eight. I've never watched a show one through eight until that show recently. So, it's really you good to watch. What's the name again? Little Fires Everywhere. Little fires everywhere. Little okay. fires right on the front because the season finale was Wednesday, so everything. That sounds like an anime. Sound like what? It sounds like an anime. An anime? Yeah. No, it's not an anime. It's a real movie. I know it's not, but it just sound like it though. That's all. Um, yeah. that a couple movies here and there, and um, listening to a lot of childish and janae and alina barras just came up with a new album so i'll be buying that listening to that real soon not really reading too much gaming a lot too i've been finished the new tomb raider i'm on the second new tomb raider Ooh. yeah so that's what's going on with me what you're listening to so i'm in school so i'm reading this book called uh rainer bantam's four ecologies of los angeles it's basically Ooh. talking about uh, LA in the 60s, its history, and then what makes it these four different zones of LA what they are to him. That's dope. So it's cool. I'm about halfway through it. I need to be done before next Wednesday. So I'll be done probably this weekend. And then watching, I just finished OKKO OK and Steven Universe. Okay. And 
that yeah. shit was a little heart wrenching with Steven because you know that was like one I'm of those. Ready, wait, wait, wait. What was it again? Because I just watched something with this little dude with Steven in the universe. What was a big dumbass gym, and it was like eight. And it was like a crystal. He was and yeah. the crystal was a light crystal, and then it like turned the 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 colored gems into like white crystals. Oh, he's talking about the color away. Yep. That was like you the last. Hey, look, man, this is some yeah. weird ass shit, bro. <laughs> bro, it go crazy, and like the and, last. And then I found episode. out the nigga Steven was a crystal. Yeah. <laughs> don't tell me the fucking. I haven't watched any of it yet. I don't want to know who a crystal. <laughs> well, it's is. not like okay. That's he didn't really spoil much, so he didn't really spoil much. Just I, know, being attached to this show and like seeing it in the way it ended. I was I was the the uh, little Duval meme where he was like, "Why am I crying in the club right now?" <laughs> so I should be expecting that soon. Oh bruh. my god, I don't think he at the end yet. So I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> I'm about to do. Little man crying. Bruh, little yeah. man gonna be little, uh, moping around. <laughs> I was like, bro, I don't even know why I'm watching this right now. Like, I oh, had to go bro. to. Cl- I had video class afterwards. I was trying to like clean up. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Dave, watching Dave. Dave's yeah. cool. I, I'm really wondering how this season's going to end after like this most recent episode. Tell um, yeah, I'm, I'm watch it. I'm watching tonight. I'm watching And then listening, I, I've been listening to a lot of uh, Jank tape, which is Kent Jams and Buddy. I've been <laughs> listening to unreleased music from the homies, Roger Walk, uh, Don't Walk. Be Kendall. Listening to Brandon's uh, instrumental "Enter the Void" and uh, shit. What else? I've been listening to a lot of music. People been tagging me in that uh, four skips thing, and I had to remake another one for Instagram. It was really four difficult. Skip. Like uh, four albums, no skips. My bad. Uh, yeah, four uh-huh. albums, no skips. I had to remake another one because like people kept tagging me in it. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna do another one." Yeah. Had to come up with like four different new albums to put in. So my first one was like Kamaya, uh, Magdalene by FK, FK Twigs, uh, Pink Floyd, and Sampha. And then this most recent one was uh, Hugh Masakela, uh Gone Fishing, The Cool Kids, mm. Uh, mm. and like two other albums. I can't remember, but... Yeah, I got two off top. Cushion Orange's Good Kid, Mad City. Yeah, I was see. I wanted to put in like shit like that. Like I was gonna put in Yellow Album, but I couldn't find Ooh. it. So Yellow Album. Oh man, no skip. God damn, yeah, that's Yellow a guarantee. The bottom that tried so that needs a fucking award now. That bitch right. He should have been got an award. That should have been his only reward. Yeah. Because everything yeah. after that shit was made no sense. But not half a meal go hard. Half, the half a meal do but go you hard. Enough of but it. you know how long it took him to get the half a meal? Yeah, like four, three, four projects. <laughs> and, they, and they only only do like eight songs for, for each project and shit, and then disappear for two years. Like they need to do more of that. I am watching. Shit. Black as fuck. Started black as fuck. Finished black as fuck. I started, I, then finished. I don't like it. Back and forth on it. Yeah. I, it, but I like it because it's black as fuck. 
So that's what. So that's what. But but then I think the mind fuck of the show. I'm I may be thinking too much into it because he 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 had an episode where he talks about hey we must be critical of our black entertainment because the whites won't do it because they're scared to be critical of black entertainment at this point. So we can never get a a, a good representation of if we're doing it at a high level or we're doing it at a low level, but they're just saying it's at a high level because we're black. So with that show, I'm like, (laughs) right. So with that show, I'm like, yo, it's good, but there's some fucking plot holes in it and some fucking, some, some shit that's not perfect. It's not a perfect show. It's, it's, it's not. But in the sense of, is it a perfect black show? Is it a perfect show? So now we're like, I, I'm I'm here with it. I watched all of it because it, because it was black. It, it, if it was black, on four. I would have turned it off. I would have turned the shit off if it was a if it was a regular white show. I'm like, this is stupid. I don't want to hear these people complain about their life and how rich they are and dealing with rich people stuff. But it was a twist on rich people. Nigga, my whole thing was the first episode. He complained. About how swaggy he had to be. <laughs> he was yeah. like, "You mean to tell me my my five star jumpsuit say wait I should be wearing this? I can't I have the, my gold chain. Right. Like, like what? Yeah, but I like that because that's real. I can't I can't be me. I can't go up the chain because I'm gonna go in the office and they're gonna be like, oh, I like your chain. <laughs> I'm like, bro, you just made me too old. I was like, you can't, yeah, I couldn't just be the reason you're just too old at this point. Like, nigga. I mean, how old is money, man? You got that money. He got, he got some but money. But then I'm like, yeah, like, how old you got to be to wear gold chain? So, like, I, I, I say watch it, make your own opinion about it. But in the sense of the show, I feel like I got the spirit of the show. I can be critical of it. There's some bad episodes in that shit. It's some good parts in that shit. It's some annoying shit in that shit, and I will see. I will want to see a season two just to see where it goes. <laughs> just to see where it goes because it's it's, it's, good it's good but it's some holes. It's plot holes, and I I don't know if he did it on purpose because black is just so. It's so. I'm about um, to say this really is a dude who made all that though. Yeah. He wasn't. He wasn't yeah. talking that shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. like black. Polished like and 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 funny, but how many writers is on blackish doing it? And then is he right? And then, real quick, is this really his family? No, 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 no. All of everything that he's created so far is based off of his family, though. Yeah, so like blackish is his family, his wife's name is actually Rainbow, his daughter's experiences at college is what made grownish, and his wife's experience made mixedish. And then this show is his family. Oh, I don't yeah. know if he really wanted to find out his daughter lost his virginity at college, though. Oh. I mean, people fuck, bro. <laughs> people fuck. I know, but damn. <laughs> I don't know if he wanted issues. to find his daughter going to find out, really. I mean, damn. Like, as a father, come on. Now. I mean, so I like it. I like that. I it's another black it. man, they're getting money. But he, he had um, all the black writers on the screen at the same time, and they were all... Like that's the first time I, I I've ever seen that of all of them lined up, all of them being black and 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 not being whitewashed about it. And yep. that was like, crazy. I've never seen that. Like that's yeah, I've never seen that either. Where that we say like, oh, this is something a monumental moment to see that many close to hundred millionaires on top of some shit. 
movie as like, you writers as you watching it, it it really is surreal as you watching it because it's like it's like oh you really wrote Wakanda like you really you really did this shit yeah, like these <laughs> like, like, like these are island though we were like no I'm like oh yeah. you t- like, you might be like, talking oh, shit about it but you really did it though like, he was like oh you wrote <laughs> right along and shit blah 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 we gotta wrap up I'm oh, sorry like, you wrote right along yeah, yeah anyway thank you for coming on blew my <laughs> mind bro blew my mind but Cliff, we're gonna have you back on sir for um, sure. Thank you, Maul. Thank you, S. Dot, for coming on finally. You had to you come and chill, looking all cool and shit. Sample God, I am sorry. Under this hat, so- my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sample God. Um, this is Color Radio. I'm G Shrug. It's the music.